And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions and making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. we got a great show for you today. Attorney Millie Athanason going to be joining us later on in the program. In studio, we've got Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals. And on the line, we've got Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage, our finance expert here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, we're going to talk about hedge funds, NFT sales, uh, some of the hedge funds and, and a rent versus zone analysis as well, and as well as different property types. A lot of times we talk about uh, residential properties and townhouses, condos, but I thought we might mention you know multifamily, storage facilities, mobile home parks, vacant land, some other options there for development as well uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So we're going to dive deep into things happening here in Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region of Florida. And we are also joined the Sports and entertainment division of Keller Williams Realty. Some exciting stuff happening there. Uh, some some really cool meetings around the Super Bowl that we had. Uh, a lot of cool things happening in that space. Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. Got a hot listing here at 5014 Pompano Drive. In uh, This is in Gulfport uh, area, Gulf Harbors area, rather. Uh, beautiful property. Waterfront, canal, lakefront, uh, or bay access. You've got a pool. Uh, completely renovated property here, circular driveway. You got community clubhouse and, and, uh, boat ramps. 5014 Pompano Drive at 1700 square feet, three bedrooms, two bath, two car garage, waterfront home with bay access with a beautiful pool and a fenced in backyard, covered porch, updates galore. And you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This is God's country. Give a quick shout out to our friends over at Discovery Golf Cars. If you're thinking about getting a golf car, uh, reach out. We'd love to put you in touch with them and make a, a direct connection. They've got the Easy Go Star EV Cushman. They offer new and pre-owned. You can rent or buy. They also have mobile repair and financing. DiscoveryGolfCars.com. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. They hooked me up with our beautiful Keller Williams Red Golf Cart, and we use it for uh, door knocking opportunities around our real estate business. Just a lot of fun to have it, and of course the kids love getting out there and playing around on the golf cart so all right let's jump into it here we've got our expert contributor start in studio here we'll introduce ray hall ray hall appraisals welcome back thank you for having me back Brandon. Always yeah fun. man my pleasure yeah. yeah so what do you want to talk about today oh we could talk about you know we always uh find a, a myriad of things to talk about uh you know we could talk about the different types of real estate out there yeah uh, maybe some of the uh, different opportunities for people out there right now and uh you know, maybe some things that can help help with the values. Uh, I know a lot of people. I'm going to the houses for the refinances, and they're wondering, hey, where is that is that value going to come in? Right. And uh, you know, we can talk about maybe some things they can do to uh, improve that value. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Storage facility, facilities are a big thing, and, yep. and you see these car washes popping up everywhere too. Oh, they're cool. Yeah, and it, isn't it neat? Uh, you know, it's like a passive income. You got a couple of people pointing people through, making sure no cars get their antennas hung up or whatever. But those Even, automatic car washes seem to be everywhere. They are those in the self service ones because yep. you don't really need anybody. You basically show up once a week and collect the coins if you even have a machine that takes coins. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's just all transmitted electronically, and yeah. uh, you know you get your money. 
I sold one of those last year. It was just a three bay, so it was a little bit more difficult to sell because it only had three bays. Yep. But yeah, it's interesting to see, man, these mega ones popping up to give you the free vacuum over there. Yep. But there's so many different types. That's what I love about real estate. And, you know, we're talking about real world real estate. We're not talking about metaverse and all this other, you know, oxymoron <laughs> real estate in the metaverse. I don't know. I'm not sold on that. I yep. think it's I think it's a little bit out there right now. I agree with you. But yeah, it's, let's it's, let's focus on risky. the real assets and insurable asset, a place you can actually live and you can't live in the metaverse. You can't. You know, I, I prefer real estate I can drive on. Yeah, you exactly. Know, kick the kids off the front lawn type thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I want. Get off my grass. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. And yes, you cannot also do any financing on Metaverse. Yeah, exactly. Well, like it's, 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 uh, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit out there to me, but, uh, so let's, let's talk about some real world stuff then. So we, we talk a lot about rent versus owns and, and, you know, the renters, uh, we, we know and we talked about and we kind of beat this horse, uh, for a while here. I don't, I don't know why that's a saying beating horse. I like horses. I don't want to beat a horse, but anyways, <laughs> it's a, it's a saying, I guess. But so we're talking about beat that drum, let's say. So we're, we're talking a lot about renters, right? And, and, the challenge that we've seen, uh, you got hedge fund buyers coming in, buying up a lot of real estate, forcing the rents up, and, and the rents are, are sticky. So once they go up, they seem to stay there. It's not like they're going to come back down. That's exactly right. And I just ta- I just got off the phone, matter of fact, before the call uh, with a young man that uh, is uh, trying to purchase, and and uh, they're actually asking him to to leave because they're going to because he got in on like a low price. I guess when they it was a brand new. Uh, I guess apartment complex, and now they want to raise it like five hundred dollars. And instead of him saying yes, I'll pay that. I know I won't. But he's at, they're asking him to leave. I'm like, because wow. they can run it to somebody else. So, wow, a- isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, so yeah, rent versus own is is, um, is definitely if you can if you can purchase now's the time. Now, as far as interest rates go, the Fed minutes were not as bad as what they thought they were going to be, and interest rates are already so everything the current interest rate that they are they're still very low. Everything that's happened with Russia and the feds and all this stuff is already priced in. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of, you know, they're hedging it. So, so it's, it's already the, all the negative news that we've had is actually already in the interest rates and they're still actually very low. They aren't what they were a year ago, but that's because of COVID. They're about what they were when we started COVID. So they're not even, they aren't even at that point yet. So, so interest rates are still very good for people, um, and they, if they want to get started, they really need to get started and get serious about purchasing. I've had a lot of, which is weird, Ray, you just said about refinances. We've had a lot of refinances. I'm like, where have you been for the last two years? But anyways, yeah. um, because rates are moving, and people mistake the Fed talk about how they're going to move the Fed funds. Those are not the mortgage funds, okay? That's <laughs> not the mortgage interest interest rates. Um, that is something that is more of the commercial loans and things like that. Um, but they're, they're talking about, they're gonna, they're going to only go at a quarter. They're not going to, you know, I think Bullard was on and talking about how he thought they should go a half. Well, Bullard's retiring in about, I don't know, whenever they can find another fed president for Atlanta. Um, but, um, he's retiring. So, um, it should be, you know, I don't know why he's even speaking, but anyways. <laughs> they need to kick them all out, get a whole new class, get some fresh oh, blood in there. I mean, there's so much yeah. corruption up yeah. in that. Oh, they just, they just, Absolutely. you know, it's fear mongering. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I I would expect that everybody would accept that, expect that we would have inflation considering what we've been through for the past two years. I mean, I think yeah. that's a normal thing. Um, so, but yes, we've had 
a lot of folks that are interested in buying. And um, as soon as Brandon finds some more listings, we can definitely get them in there. I'm working every day for it. Believe me, that's my focus every day. Is we need, we need more listings out of you know vacant land, commercial. We need more listings, so we're you know we're making those calls, following up, pushing to get more listings. And you know, I just did the stats on. We run the stats on for the different counties, and I've got the stats here. Like, for example, Hillsborough County, uh, at the end of January, there was only 2,188 properties. That's residential listings in Hillsborough County available for sale. And at the end of January, 1867 sold. So divide those two numbers, 85% wow. absorption rate, wow. and divide that by 100. That gives us a 1.18 month supply of inventory, <laughs> Diane. That's just really low. Um, that's low. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not as, not as low as it's been in the past though. Right. I mean, it's actually, that's actually a little better than it used to be last summer. So there's still opportunity. That's what I tell people. There's always opportunities and you just can't give up. People get very frustrated yeah. and mm-hmm. they kind of want to give up. Well, don't give up. Just keep, keep, you know, plucking away and you'll eventually get something. Somebody will say yes eventually. Yeah, exactly. And you keep an eye on that, those, those hot, those market hot sheets. You get the hot sheet set up by your realtor. Your realtor sends them. You look at them at six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. You look at them at 11, 12 o'clock at night. You, you, you gotta be diligent. And if you're the first one to show up, you write a nice, uh, you know, letter that accompanies your offer. You maybe send a video, uh, whatever it takes. You, you get in front of those sellers and, and you present your case and you say, Hey, look, here's what we're doing. Uh, a lot of times you're going above, uh, ask price. You're going with five, mm-hmm to ten fifteen thousand dollar over uh, appraisal gap contingency so you're you're basically saying i'll pay above the appraised value uh because this market i don't see it slowing down ray do you, do you see anything happening here to slow us down i mean uh, uh, how does a war affect what if we do go, happen to go to war or there's a war overseas you know it's it's hard to say um you know remember what took us out of uh the depression was world war ii right um so i i don't necessarily know if that's going to really have a negative impact on the market um you know, okay, we do go to war. We have MacDill Air Force Base here in Tampa. What if they start, you know, fortifying MacDill? You know, or more, even more people are going to move to Tampa. Yeah, so you still have to have a place to live. They got, you got to have a place to live. You know, like like Diane said, rates are still low. Um, you know, I still see, and right now because values have gone up so much, uh, Diane. I don't know if you're seeing it, but I'm noticing a lot more cash out refinances as oh, well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this too is, you know, now the investors are cashing out on their rental properties that increased a lot in value so that they can take that cash and buy more properties. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're seeing that a lot. Yeah. And yeah. so there's really no, no, so I've seen in certain areas, maybe in the less popular areas, maybe we're not seeing that increase. Uh, you know, every appraisal report, we have that 1004 MC and, and it gives you the average sale price over, you know, certain periods of time. And so I, I see some areas where, yeah, we're not seeing those big increases anymore. What would that be like Sulphur Springs or something like that? Yeah. Or even out more, maybe further out in the country, something out, like out that. Out East Hillsboro. Yep. And, and right before the show, I was telling you, even in my neighborhood, I was doing a, an analysis with a new employee of mine. Yeah. And values are still increasing exponentially. It's unbelievable. Right. I mean, I, I can't afford my own neighborhood anymore. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of equity, but, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to buy with it. Well, that's a good point because you talk yeah. about the affordability, right? Absolutely. So, so the longer people wait, if those rates creep up at twenty-five, you know, basis points, fifty basis points, you know, now you're affecting payment, Diane, and that's really going to hit the bottom line when it comes to debt ratio. 
Oh, yeah. And as a matter of fact, we have these conversations all the time with people. Like when, you know, so we just had an appraisal. One of my loan officers had an appraisal that came in hundred over $100,000 off. So the conversation was, why don't we adjust your, because it was really because there was no sales there. There hasn't mm-hmm. been any sales in there since last year. So, so why don't we adjust? You know, the adjustment for the values haven't, hasn't hit that, that neighborhood yet, right? Right. So, um, so it's like, okay, so if, if the interest rates, so if, if you don't buy this house, which, you know, I don't know what they're going to do yet, but we increased their, their loan amount to have mortgage insurance, but they had a great credit score. So the mortgage insurance wasn't a big factor. And eventually it will get there and it probably is worth what it's being sold for. Um, so is it, but the interest rates, if they, if they wait, um, go up and they could be paying $200 more a month. And so it's almost, you know, it's the difference. So they had waited a long time to get a property. I think they've decided that they'll just go ahead and go through with it. But that's what buyers have to expect in today's market. That's probably the, the extreme. I, we have not had any that much. But we have had some that have came in, but not mm-hmm. uh, not as much as we used to. Uh, we, we tend to have, you know, it's more like maybe $4,000, something like that. It's not a big difference. So, so we, even, with the, even with people paying over the, whatever the list price is, We've still had the appraisals come in at value, or whatever the purchase price is. Most of them. Yeah. So, so I think I think the market's starting to catch up in certain spots, just mm-hmm. like Ray talked about. Yeah. Um, so I think it's always a lag. It's always a lag as far as values. You know what people are paying because they want the house, and then that hit. And then when those start recording, then the values start increasing it. You know, and start actually making more sense. Right. Yeah, Diane, can you hang on with us for one more segment? We got an uh, interesting article here. Someone just bought a Florida home for $653,000 through an NFT sale. So we talk about cryptocurrencies here. We're going to take a quick break. This is an article out of Fortune uh, magazine, and it talks about online here. And you're talking about NFTs, non-fungible tokens. It's supposedly the first in the country uh, to have this happen. So more with Ray Hall, Diane Vance here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And we come back from this quick break here. Uh, NFT, how sold, cryptocurrency involved in real estate. Also, we're going to talk a little bit more about hedge funds and some other uh, varieties of different types of real estate opportunities here uh, in Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region. Of Florida. ConsumerQB.com. We'll be right back. This is Warwick Dunn, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813 917 1894 online at ConsumerQB.com. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, or ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? 
Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rimes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rimes, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. You've got Keller Williams. We're part of the commercial division Keller Williams Luxury, and now Keller Williams Sports and Entertainment. Uh, we're a top 1% ranked real estate team. We feature our listings live on air, so we help our sellers profit more and sell faster, uh, utilizing our innovation with radio, TV, and internet marketing. Uh, we've got a hot property listing here. Uh, this one's in Tarpon Springs Commercial at 820 Pinellas Avenue. Commercial corner lot location. Uh, it's a cute little house. You know, It could be converted easily to an attorney's office, insurance, title, mortgage, real estate, uh, maybe an appraiser's office, Ray. Who knows? <laughs> 20 North Pinellas Avenue, Tarpon Springs. You got the walkability to all the cool restaurants there uh, in Tarpon Springs, the Sponge Docks, downtown Tarpon Springs area. Uh, great opportunity to own real estate corner lot location, 820 North Pinellas Avenue in Tarpon Springs. I've got a restaurant for sale in Dade City. How about that, Ray? You want to go in the restaurant business? One one four one two one seven Street, Dade City. Just what you need, right? Uh, Dade City Restaurant. We got a uh, property. It's got a one bedroom, one bath apartment up top, so you have an on site manager. Oh, wow. uh, this this uh, business was booming, and and the uh, the gentleman that's selling it uh, kind of slowed down. He's only been operating it basically for like three hours around the lunch hour window. But if you open that up for dinner, uh, bring in a live band, some music on. Friday, Saturdays, etc. You've got an upstairs banquet hall. You've got yeah. downstairs, uh, of course, kind of like the uh, traditional setup for a restaurant with mm-hmm. uh, a booth and then some tables. And then you've got that one bedroom, one bath apartment. So you've got all the equipment, all the furniture, perfect entrepreneurial investment, plenty of parking and there's street parking, plus two lots in the back that's maintained by the city. Downtown Dade City restaurant for sale, established restaurant since 1990. They've been in business for quite a while. One four. 121 7th Street, Dade City. You can see all of our listings, platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, so uh, we were kind of talking about this here before the break. Someone just bought a Florida home for $653,000 through an NFT sale. Uh, so quick highlights here. Just talked about how it's a non-fungible token. Uh, they set up the they, – they feel that they truly made history here uh, in the real estate industry, also the crypto community. Uh, so they had about 50 people kind of went through the verifying process. But then in the, in the end, they only had two bidders, uh, which they ended up buying at around 653000 And what they did is they sold the beneficial interest in an LLC is the way they structured it. Okay. So they didn't uh, go through a traditional title closing like you would if you actually closed on the title property. Uh, so yeah, it's a little bit confusing after that in terms of you know how the, the, the Bitcoin transfers, et cetera, goes to a digital wallet. Uh, but you know they're talking about the, the Fortune magazine kind of goes through. But uh, yeah, you know to me, I, I think it's I think it's just a way to kind of catch some of that PR. Yeah. What's your reaction? You know, I, again, you know, like I t- said to you, I, I just don't understand it well enough. 
to make that big of an investment. Yeah. Uh, you know, any any investments I've made in crypto have been, you know, relatively small. You know, I, the way I always look at it is, you know, if I came at the financial problems, is this going to make the difference? No. Okay. Well, I can afford to lose that. Right. 600 grand. That's a big, that's a, you know, a big risk. Um, you know, it could have been smart, considered smart on their end for taking it out of crypto and putting it into a physical asset. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the end of the day, it, it did transfer into it. And now they have that, um, you know, so, I mean, I kind of agree with that, but. I, I don't know if that's going to be the the new way of purchasing real estate. Um, I, I think there's just too much, uh, ch- you know, tradition and history involved with how we purchase real estate. Yeah, and I think there's still a large portion of the con- uh, population who's just not, you know, savvy in that enough. They don't get to, it. You know, they don't get it. And yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to get it. Yeah. Uh, like like I said, I'll get a loan through Diane and I'll buy the house myself. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know? The traditional yeah. way. And we have we have certain things about Bitcoin and things like that. Whatever it is, you have to. There's very specific guidelines, and mm-hmm. it's hard to find out who the actual owner is. That's your biggest challenge in verifying those funds. But I would be curious. I don't know. I guess so. Did they pay them in whatever crypto or whatever the yeah, whatever Ethereum. it is? Yeah. Okay, Ethereum. Actually, my son thinks Ethereum. He actually mines that. I have no idea what all that means. But anyways, but um, so they paid them in through Ethereum, I think, which is more stable. Um, but I don't know. I don't know enough. Yeah. I'm kind of like Ray. It's kind of like I just know what, what I've read, and which is not, you know, and I'm certainly not an expert. But um, I'm curious to see. So did those people that actually they bought it from, the se- the seller, now did they keep it in Ethereum or did they actually – I'm wondering if they cashed out. or I'd be curious yeah. to see what actually happened in that situation. Like, yeah. Well, you know, you know what's interesting know. here too, it says, it, it says some people offered higher bids on the house than the ultimate winner. But they were not through the online auction and its unusual NFT process. The the seller was required to go through with the auction as designed unless there were no bidders. So it seems like people were offering cash or, you know, regular conventional financing or something. But they wanted to prove a point and go through this Ethereum crypto uh, process. Uh, You know, another thing I'm thinking of, too, is, you know, it's not – cryptocurrency could – drop dramatically in a matter of seconds <laughs> like in a day yeah. so are you exactly. about to close and they're like oh wait and it just dropped 50 percent. so yeah we, 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 we need to double that you know yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me yeah it's good point. too way too speculative and then what if the government says hey you know I, this whole crypto thing seems kind of cool but you know you're out of business we're starting our own we're not yeah. going to affect it just look like what they're doing to the truckers in canada right the freedom convoy so they're they're, they're freezing their assets freezing their donations and mm-hmm. they are uh you know they're taking control of it so yep. it's it's pretty pretty crazy. So um, Diane, I want to go back to you. Um, so we talked about rent versus own. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked, and, and what are you, what do you think are some of the reasons why renters don't pull the trigger? Like like the, what are some of the misconceptions? Maybe we can help a couple people here in this last minute or so. We have the misconceptions are the down payment. Everybody thinks they have to have twenty percent down payment. Um, you do not. Uh, you can purchase with zero down or three percent down or you know zero down on the down payment of course you you would have closing costs, and we go over that um, so that people can plan um, The other misconception is they don 't know what their credit is, and um, you know if you have a credit situation, you need to you know let us take care of it and take a look at it so we really know where you 're at instead of trying to use your online credit karma, which is which is a personal uh, it 's not the same algorithm that mortgage companies use. Right. So those are the misconceptions that I see. 
Yeah. And, and, and then also when it comes to the down payment, you know, you can have gift funds in certain cases, you can have yep. seller concessions and in essence, you're building it into the contract. And mm-hmm. then sometimes if you got a good, a realtor friend, maybe they can rebate money back to you or, you know, somehow hook them up with some referrals or something along those lines. You got to yeah. be creative if you don't have the funds, right? Yeah. There's a lot of different ways. The only thing you cannot do is borrow an unsecured loan. You can actually borrow against a car you can actually, like you said, get gift funds. You can borrow, get your 401k. You can cash out IRAs, cash out 401k, whatever it is. And you're right. Realtors can actually also uh, do credits. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can actually come up with most of the down payment. Reach out to the hotline. We'll put you in touch with Diane. She'll perform a rent versus own analysis. 813-917-1894. Take action. Let's change your life today. 813-917-1894. Take action. And follow us on social at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. Consumer Quarterback Show page on Facebook. And check out our YouTube channel. Lots of resources on the YouTube channel. Brandon Rhymes Realty. And we'll be right back. Thanks, Diane. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894 online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Consumer Quarterback Show. Got a hot property listing. Commercial property at 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard. This is a great opportunity for a builder, investor, entrepreneur. And uh, you could you could put you know self-storage facility. Got a boutique hotel opportunity. I mean, this is a great opportunity at 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard. Lando Lakes, Florida. It's a bustling area, growing area along that US 41 North. Uh, almost seven acres of property here. Lake Helen, it's a lakefront zone C2, C2 zoning commercial. Water and sewer are on site, so that saves you a lot of money in terms of utilities. Great opportunity here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Vacant land available. 12631 Hobson Simmons Road. This is in East Hillsborough County, Southern uh, Hillsborough County as well. 12631 Hobson Simmons Road. Uh, you've got 10 to 12 acres here available. You've got a owner that is willing to break it up into different parcels, build some single family homes out here, development opportunity, water, power, cable, all available on site. Again, prime opportunity to build. On Hobson Simmons Road in Lithia, you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, we got Ray Hall in the house, Ray Hall Appraisals. Ray, uh, we were kind of talking earlier about these different types of opportunities for land uh, land use, real yep. estate use, mobile home parks, storage facilities, multifamily, right. uh, office buildings. I mean, there's a lot of different types of real estate, yep. and uh, you've probably done appraisals on all those, haven't you? Um, actually, I have. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, actually, one of the first ones I did commercially was a uh, storage facility. Yeah. It was a, it was a large... Um, large retail actually they were using it as a uh flea market and someone bought it stripped down all the walls kept the frame and uh, they put a storage facility in there and you know anyone who's looking for a good investment 
Storage facilities are a great way to go. I bet you all those flea market people were mad about that one. Yeah, actually, when we did, I remember when we they did the inspection, it. we were told, "Don't tell anybody who you are or why you're there." <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna be mad. Oh man, you're getting rid of our, you know. Yeah, it was all indoors. It was great for them. Yeah. Uh, luckily, there's another flea market up the street. I guess they could go to, but um, you know, those storage facilities are great. There's a, there's a lot of really great. Everybody always thinks of, I'm gonna buy a condo and rent it out. You know, there's a lot of different ways to go, especially, you know, if, if you do have a good amount of capital or you have partners, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's so many different avenues of people going out and getting capital and, and, and just it's really an interesting thing. Um, but there's just so many opportunities out there, uh, like a lot of these warehouse old cigar warehouses that we have here in Tampa. Yeah, I think a couple of them were turned into shared office space. Convert them. Yeah, that's you know? a big movement. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's a great thing to have. I mean, I know with me right now, my my entire office is virtual. Uh, we don't have any physical office space, um, but I've thought about you know just buy, renting out you know small offices in certain areas so mm-hmm. the, to help with my expansion. Yeah. Uh, so there's just so many different cool things you can do with real estate, yep. and if you're a creative person, you can really do well buying it up. Yeah, absolutely. I thought about buying some land up in North Florida just to kind of have and hold and use it maybe for hunting and camping and type of thing. Yep. And I've I've appraised some of the land up that I was involved with uh, one that for, for a state acquisition. Yeah. Uh, with a company I used to work for, and it was mostly wetlands. But if you can get one of these properties where it's majority wetlands and you just have like maybe a one acre track and they'll let you build on it, yeah. you've got a really cool property. Yeah, because then that's going to attract the turkeys and the hog and the deer and the I, wildlife. Or just not attract people. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why you're looking for a place yeah, like exactly. that. Something nice and quiet. And, you know, if it's it's, it's in a marshy area, maybe, get, you know, get a little boat out there. Uh, but absolutely, there's just so many opportunities out yeah, there. Yeah, you think about food supply chain. I mean, you think about this trucker convoy. Yep. You, you know, this this political elites, the Great Reset. I mean, it's it's con- unprecedented, real stuff happening. Yes. That's kind of flying under the radar for some people, and they just don't understand what's happening. So that I don't know, something to think about. We're talking with Ray Hall here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. Ray is a owner of an appraisal company. Does uh, hundreds of appraisals every year. Can help you as well as a homeowner. And this is one thing we talk about uh, from time to time, Ray. If people want to get a, an appraisal from you, you have a, a limited, uh, what kind of called a owner's use appraisal. Make it easy for them. Exactly. It's called a restricted use. In fact, uh, we helped somebody off the show uh, from last time we were on. Awesome. Um, it's, uh, we, we, we advertise it's $200. It's for your use only. Uh, I know a lot of people out there right now are wondering, you know, what's my house worth? Yep. What, and, and it's not going to help you with the negotiations. What it's going to help you do is make the decision. Yeah. You know, so you don't have to go to one of these online sources that may be right or maybe not right. Most you know, of the that time type, wrong. Most of the time wrong. You know, we'll come out there. Actually, we don't even come out there. That's the best part. A lot of people still don't want somebody in their house. Yep. We, you, we send you a link. You send us the photos. You tell us about the property. We prepare the appraisal. We email it back to you. And very simple process. <laughs> and you don't even need to take time off work to let the appraiser in. Yeah. Uh, it's really a great tool. So, you know, please give me a call. I actually have a staff now that is dedicated to doing these appraisals nice. so we can get them out to you quick. Very cool. All right. So if you want to take Ray Hall up on that offer, you could reach out to the hotline, 813-917-1894. We'll put you direct touch. Uh, just reach out to the show hotline, 813-917-1894. And of course you can go to consumerqb.com. B rhymes at kw.com is my email. Don't spam me now. B rhymes at kw.com. Just kidding. All right. So, final thoughts back to you, Ray. Uh, you know, like we always say, uh, work with professionals when it comes to the real estate. I see a lot of people out there now making these mistakes. I've been involved in transactions where people are paying $80,000 over what other people know to be the market value. Yeah. 
work with a professional, work with a realtor, work with someone who's got experience in the area. If you're moving into the area, work with a professional who has experience with the Tampa Bay area and can help you out because you don't want to overpay. And I don't know this NFT stuff, but I wouldn't get involved in that either. Yeah, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> Do something you know, you know, get into things you know. And then exactly. the thing that's been proven over years time after time is buying real estate renting it out yep. you know especially now if you work with diane too you can do up to a four unit as a owner occupant so mm-hmm. like think about it. if you're renting now and you say hey i'm gonna buy a duplex triplex or a quad you live in one side you rent the other three over yeah and you say well that's brandon that's not my ideal living situation okay well you suck it up you do it for two years exactly. you go and buy something new and now you've got a fourplex that you're renting out you're cash flowing thousands of dollars hundreds of dollars yeah. you know per month and you're able to grow your wealth that way and a lot of people don't realize you can buy a multifamily with an fha loan exactly as long as you live in it that's my point is yep. you're up to four Absolutely. units yep. ray hall ray hall appraisals check him out online and of course on his social media and if you visit our youtube channel you can see previous shows uh, with ray hall here a longtime friend of the program yep. couple couple two three years now going yep. on so lots of content on there if you're interested about valuation the appraisal process ray hall appraisals and uh, thanks for coming in ray oh thanks for having me and coming up, we've got attorney Millie Athanason. She is a wealth of knowledge. She talks about family law, personal injury law, lots of different types of law. Uh, we're going to discuss some of those with Millie Athanason here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Make sure you check out ConsumerQB.com. This is Warwick Dunn, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Looking for a venue to host your next business or family event? Make it Largo Event Center. The Consumer Quarterback Show has used the Largo Event Center, and the hall and service you get is fantastic. Over 8,500 square feet of meeting space, perfect for events, expos, and trade shows. Upstairs offers space for smaller meetings and groups to include use of their lounge and game room. Plenty of room outside for car shows or food truck events and concerts. Largo Event Center is just west of US-19 on 126th Avenue. For booking and details, visit Largo Event center.com that's largo eventcenter.com or call guy at 727-776-3442 you're listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes online at consumerqb.com Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. I want to give a shout out to Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation. They do a great job. Sprinklers, uh, irrigation systems, residential, commercial properties. Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation are the trusted source of the Consumer Quarterback Show and the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. Reach out, let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. And we'd like to feature our listings here on the program. Uh, we've got some hot property listings here in Tampa Bay. Uh, we've got a property 
uh, here in Tampa Bay at uh, Ebb Tide Lane, 4823 Ebb Tide Lane, number 405. Uh, this is a penthouse, beautiful property, great opportunity here uh, in Tampa Bay. It's a condo. you got a one-bedroom, two-bath, but it could easily be converted back to a two-bedroom. Uh, 4823 Ebb Tide Lane, uh, unit number 405, Port Ritchie on the water. This is riverfront, Cody River, with views of the Gulf of Mexico because you're on the fifth floor there, fourth or fifth floor. Uh, brand new flooring, fresh paint, covered parking, pool, elevator, great opportunity. And you can see all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Attorney Millie Athanason on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Millie. Hey there, Brendan. How you doing? Excellent. Doing well. Thank you. And yourself? I'm doing great, and thank you for having me. My pleasure. What do you want to talk about today? Well, you know, I thought I would talk a little bit about how our court system works here in Florida. I know we've talked about judges and we've talked about elections and so forth, but if you wanted to file a lawsuit, where do you go to file one? Everybody says, well, the courthouse, but there's different levels of court within the courthouse. So I thought we would talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, that's a that's a great way to go, because a lot of times people have these disagreements. And and even in the real estate business, we see it all the time with disagreements over escrow or, you know, hey, one party doesn't want to perform or close. Where do you go? Yeah, absolutely. So what happens, we have the way our court system is set up, we obviously have one Supreme Court, which is up in Tallahassee. And then thereafter, we have what's called five district courts of appeal. And they're located in in various cities around the state. Our main district court of appeal for our region, which covers um, Hillsborough, Pinellas, and Pasco counties, would be in Lakeland with a branch in Tampa as well. But that would be our appellate court level. Um, And an appellate court just means that a case has been appealed either from the county court or the circuit court, and it's being heard by three panel or a panel of three judges to determine if the lower court made a mistake. But now us as litigators and and plaintiffs or or petitioners in lawsuits, where do we go? Well, we have uh, two choices. We either go uh, usually to county court or we go to circuit court. Within the county court, there is also something called small claims court. And so small claims court is for disputes that are under $8,000. And I bring this up because all of this jurisdictional issue, they've all changed as of January 1 of 2020. The small court claims limit used to be um, $5,000, and then they raised it to $8,000 because nowadays there's not very many lawsuits that are less than $5,000 that people file. Inflation everywhere, right? You got that. Well, you <laughs> Inflation <laughs> everywhere. Everything it used to be five thousand. Now it's eight thousand. Okay, I got it. Uh, so if you have any type of claim for damages up to eight thousand, you can go to small claims. And what small claims is for? It's designed for for people to go kind of like the people's court, where a person can file pleadings on their own. There's a separate set of rules of procedure for the small claims court. So it's designed so people can do things on their own, because obviously if your dispute is, let's say, $6,000, you don't want to go out and spend $5,000 to hire an attorney to prosecute that, because then what are you going to get back in return? So 
they've, they've set that up for people to be able to go on their own and sue for that and very um, expedited rules of procedures and not as much paperwork that has to be filled out. Now, if you do have an attorney, we're held to a higher standard. We have to follow the rules to, to a T, uh, but the court is designed for people to do it on their own. Within the county court, there's um, also a civil division where if you have any type of dispute below or $30,000 or less, so between $8,001 and, and $30,000, you go to regular county court to file your dispute. And also it could include um, misdemeanors. Usually all criminal misdemeanor type actions are heard through the county court level. Now, traffic infractions are a little bit different. They're going to start out, they usually appoint special magistrates, which are attorneys in the community, and you go to a special traffic court that hears traffic-related cases. The only distinction is that if there's an injury related to the traffic offense, then that cannot be heard by the traffic court. That has to go into circuit court. So... A little bit different, so there are certain rules that we have to play by, but the general rule of thumb for everybody is that if you have a criminal misdemeanor or a civil action for 30000 or less, you're going to go to the county court. Now, there's 67 counties within the state of Florida, so there's county court in literally every single county, and they're usually contained in the same courthouse that circuit court are contained in. It's just that there's different judges that are appointed. There's county court judges and circuit court judges. So county court judges are typically paid a little bit less. They have to have the same qualifications, though, as a circuit court judge. So usually, um, unless you have a population in the county of less than 40,000 people, the um, the judge has to be licensed and has practiced for five years, which in reality isn't even that long. Because think of when you were doing your profession for five years, how much do we really know at that juncture, right? right. <laughs> um, but that's the only requirement is you had to have been practicing, be a member of our bar for five years. Um, the next level is the circuit court, which is where the vast majority of all lawsuits originate. And uh, they handle all the felony cases. They also have a separate probate division where they handle all the estate and probate. So if you have a death situation, it's going to the circuit court. They do guardianship there. Um, they do all juvenile matters. So juvenile delinquency cases, if you have a truant child and they're suing the parents, that's in the circuit court. If the Department of Children and Families is trying to take a child out of a home, that's a dependency case. That's also in the circuit court. Um, They handle all the dissolutions of marriages and annulments and all of that. They they have all of that in the, the circuit court. And as to civil matters, they handle all matters that are for over $30,000. So unless your dispute, unless you're suing for more than $30,000, you cannot go to the circuit court. It also holds all of your criminal felony charges are all done through the circuit court. So that's, you know, that's where you're going to find the majority of your cases are in the circuit court. And again, the judges in that court system all have to have a minimum of five years. Uh, experience or being members of the Florida Bar. The judges are elected officials now, 
and they um, all judges, county and circuit, have terms of six years. If a vacancy opens up in between that six-year election period, the governor has the right to appoint um, a judge to fill that vacancy up until the next re-election term or when that six-year period is over, and then that person would be up for elections. And so that's that's kind of where... Yeah, it is kind of interesting. Like, where do you go? Because I was thinking about that. A lot of people don't really know, where do I go to file a lawsuit? You know, most people think, okay, I'm just going to call a lawyer and let them do it. But, you know, there may be instances where some people don't want to hire a lawyer and they want to do things by themselves. Not that we ever recommend that, but people should at least know that they have the right to do so if they wanted to. What about working Uh, with paralegals, Millie? And and by the way, if you just joined us, we're talking with attorney Millie Athanason here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Law Offices of Millicent Athanason. That's a very good question, Brandon. I get this all the time because people will go to the paralegal like to do their divorce. Now, what a paralegal can do is that they can help you complete the paperwork and fill in the blanks. The Supreme Court has established in certain types of lawsuits, uh, Supreme Court approved forms to file with the court. And so the paralegal may utilize these Supreme Court approved forms and can help the, the petitioner or file the pleadings and fill in the blanks. What the paralegal may not do is render legal opinions or legal advice because that would be the unauthorized practice of law. So if you were going to ask the paralegal, uh, gee, um, you know, how much alimony am I going to get and can I get any alimony and, you know, can I get extra child support? They can't give you a legal opinion on that. They can tell you, oh, here's the guidelines and here's how we calculate them, but they can't tell you what a judge is going to order, how the law works, what the case law says or anything like that because they don't have a law degree and they didn't pass the Florida bar. Right. So while they're great for, you know, a paralegal is, is just that they're great for filling in the blanks and helping you fill out forms. I mean, I have paralegals in my office. I have them fill out the forms, but I don't just give them the forms blindly and say, oh, gee, how about it? You, you know, right. I instruct them and tell them, OK, I need you to say this, 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 this and this, you know, that kind of thing. And I have certain language that I use. Um, so they're more. My paralegals help me prepare things, and they work with clients to gather documents and other types of evidence that I need, but they don't render opinions. Right. And and that's where I think having an attorney comes in handy because, unfortunately, I call a lot of people armchair lawyers where they sit and they tell you what their friends did and what this neighbor did and what that neighbor did, but you really don't know all the facts and circumstances of what that other person went through. Exactly. So you can't really compare because you're not comparing apples to apples. That's right. Yeah. And, and it can cause problems when you when you start assuming and making these these false claims and, you know, who, know, oh, yeah. who knows what kind of preparation you you start doing and then you figure out like here's this is exactly how it would play out so you got to be real careful with with that type of scenario it seems like almost every business people want to try to figure out a way around a work around and do it a cheap way and, and you know those are yeah. very problematic in, in a lot of cases because it's not going to be you know what what's in your best interest in, in a fiduciary as well like when you're an attorney and you're representing somebody uh, you're in a fiduciary capacity Yes, absolutely. It's a position of trust. And, and let me tell you, even when I need legal assistance, I don't represent myself. 
I've hired lawyers too because, you know, they always say that a lawyer that represents himself has a fool for a client. Yep. And so, you know, we don't even do that. I mean, again, because you're, you know, the, the lawyer is more than just a wealth of legal knowledge. They also don't have the emotional element to your case that you as the litigant itself have. So you're not, you know, if you're going through a divorce, the lawyer isn't going to get emotional, even though you may be a basket case at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it's, you need to have somebody with a level head get you through the legal system and make sure that your rights are being, pers- you know, pursued. Um, because a lot of people, when you're when you're under that kind of grief and, and anger, you're not thinking with a clear head. You don't know what you're necessarily saying to be correct. Yeah. That's right. Millie, if so, if somebody wants you to, to work with them and, and you, do you give some kind of a consultation, 15 minutes, half hour over the phone, something along those lines? Yes, we can do consultations um, via Zoom or via telephone or in person, however they wish to pursue it. Um, you know, some of the consultations we do charge for, to, if it's a more extensive conversation, um, consultation or if it's a brief consultation then those are usually free of charge okay awesome reach out to the hotline we'd love to put you in touch with millie 813-917-1894 if you need anything on the legal side millie athanason law offices of millicent athanason uh we've talked about auto accidents on the show we've talked about uh personal injury divorce family law 813-917-1894 Millie Athanason and online at athanasonlaw.com. Millie, thank you so much. A lot of good tips today. All right. Well, thank you again for having me and good luck. My pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. So, hey, another great show. I want to thank Diane Vance, Ray Hall. Uh, Get that real estate update, mortgage update as well. And attorney Millie Athanason on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, We would love for you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And uh, go out there and make someone's day, uh, make a positive impact on someone's day. That would be great. And uh, follow us online at BrandonRhymes1 on Instagram, Twitter, and Gitter. And our YouTube channel, Brandon rhymes realty consumer quarterback show consumerqb.com you've been listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play call brandon rhymes at 813-917-1894 that's 813-917-1894 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show